0: Welcome to Brainwashed, The Odd Man Out.
1: This is episode 2426. And we're your hosts, Sophia, Barrett, and Veronica.
2: Okay, so today we're going to be talking about psychopathy and crime. So today we're going to present you with three individuals, and you guys are going to have to guess which one is not
0: a psychopath. Alright, let's get started. Our first person, Jamie Stein, was born in Omaha, Nebraska, to his mother and unknown father. He moved to Des Moines, Iowa when he was five. From the ages of five to seven, Jamie was physically abused by his grandfather. After six years of living in Iowa, Jamie's mother married a farmer and had three more children. These three additions to the family made Jamie become so jealous to the point where he would kill animals and bury them in the background for fun and attention, and had several run-ins with the police by the time he was 13. Going up, Jamie lacked the social graces he would use later on to manipulate people into thinking he was a charismatic, loving man. Starting at age 20, Jamie would charm and lure women into his house for dinner dates, then murder them in his own kitchen within minutes of them being inside. Instead of discarding their bodies in the trash, he would decorate the inside of his house with their body parts. Creative. After seven years of luring women into houses all over the Midwest, Jamie Stein was arrested and convicted of raping and murdering 28 women. However, the police still had a list of missing women in the area that could have been a part of Jamie Stein's rampage.
1: All right, so our second person is Mark Hughes from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mark is the CEO of Peabody Energy, which is a large coal mining company in America. Um, He's 67 years old and he's often described as charismatic, a people person, and a natural leader by his colleagues, friends, and family. Um, Mark has been married for 41 years, and he has two sons with his wife. Um, Mark's company actually recently decided to acquire a small coal company, but it was on the condition that the healthcare and retirement for all of its miners was canceled. Mark has actually said of himself that he always acts in his own best interest, and he'll always choose profit over people. In other words, Mark is basically willing to risk the well-being of his company workers and those in coal country and the environment in order to make a profit.
2: Okay, so the third individual we will be discussing is Peter Kruger. As an infant, he was adopted by a middle-class, middle-aged couple in New York City. And as a child, he was described as troubled, starting small fires at a young age. At the age of 17, he enlisted in the military and was honorably discharged three years later at the age of 20. Following his discharge, he contacted his birth mother, and the details of his birth that she told him disturbed him, specifically the lack of father figures and the poverty he was born into. Not long after this event, he experienced an identity crisis in his early 20s. During this time, he shot and killed eight individuals, claiming that his neighbor's demon-possessed cat, Grendel, told him to do so. This is why he was later nicknamed the son of Grendel. So now that you guys have heard the three stories of the three different individuals, We want you guys to mentally make a note or even write it down which one of these individuals you think is not a psychopath.
0: So now we're going to go dive deeper into what a psychopath is, the traits, and the common misconceptions that come with having this disorder. Most psychopaths are considered to have antisocial personality disorder. According to the DSM-5, this is a mental health disorder where the individuals habitually and persuasively disregard or violate the rights and considerations of others without remorse. Psychopathy occurs on a spectrum, but most but some common characteristics are they don't have a conscience and don't understand what is right from wrong. They are very skillful, skillful actors and can deceit people easily. They are very manipulative of the feelings of others. They have little regard for people and their emotions. They have a very high intelligence, and they are 1% of the population. What about biologically? Well, for starters,
1: they tend to have low activity in the orbitofrontal cortex and in the deep temporal lobes, and these areas are important for decision making, and this low activity can lead to impulsivity or decisions that society would deem as immoral secondly um some individuals can have a predisposition to psychopathy if they inherit a variant of the maoa gene um, this gene is known as the warrior gene and it's responsible for regulating serotonin in the brain um, so when individuals inherit this variant their brains are basically like soaked in serotonin serotonin in utero and this causes A decreased response to the calming effects of serotonin later in life, which can result in the characteristics of psychopathy. Um, Another contributing factor is low activity in the amygdala, um, which is, as most of us know, responsible for fear. So psychopaths actually don't feel, don't experience fear and they can't pick up or recognize fear in others either. Um, And then another Um, characteristic is in the ventral striatum, which is important for evaluating the value of different actions. Um, Psychopaths tend to um, heighten the reward of a certain decision, so they're more likely to make decisions that society would deem as immoral. Scientists believe that abuse or violence or some kind of traumatic event during a psychopath's childhood can contribute to the disease
2: okay so now we're going to be talking about some of the like misconceptions of psychopathy and people with antisocial personality disorder um so the first thing we want to address is that there's a very common misconception that all psychopaths are violent killers um and this is just not true while their are defining features like place them at a higher risk for aggression and violence not all persons with psychopathy come into contact with the criminal system interestingly enough some jobs actually attract those with psychopathic tendencies such as a ceo <laughs> hint, hint, lawyer, media, and salesperson, or a surgeon, and even a journalist. And then also, we wanna discuss the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath. The way to remember the difference is the following phrase. A psychopath is born, but a sociopath is made. Psychopaths do not have a conscience. They are skilled actors, often manipulative, and have little regard for others. While sociopaths do have a conscience, They're just impulsive, they can be perceived as hot headed, and they often struggle to blend in with others.
1: All right, now that we've kind of gone over what psychopathy is and what makes a psychopath, we're gonna go ahead and reveal who was not a psychopath. Can I get a drum roll, please? Right, and the odd man out is the son of Grendel.
2: Okay, so while Peter Kruger, a.k.a. the son of Grendel, did have aggressive and violent tendencies, um, he was not diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder like the other two, um, and he was actually later diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia disorder.
1: All right, that concludes our episode for this week. Thank you all so much for joining us. We hope you learned something new about psychopathy. This is Brainwash.
0: Thanks for listening. See you next week.